Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Ryan, let's pick this up on the back of your US market update. Oh, snap. Looks like uh, not many people are going to advertise via social media. And we saw that in terms of uh, Snap's reaction. Yeah, it's a sense of deja vu because the last quarter they reported in Q2, we had the same problem. A warning about the advertising picture going through a bit of a slump and we saw tech shares, in particular the social media side of things, just going through a bit of a plunge. And this is just a bit of a warning that's been coming through from many quarters, from business leaders, as well as many companies talking about a recession around the corner, companies cutting back and cutting back on spending in advertising in this case. And Snap is feeling that brunt right now is stock tumbling 25% following its disappointing results and guidance. Now, the last time this happened at the last earnings uh, results season, what we saw after that was tech shares really plummeting, really getting hammered. And we're seeing that again this morning after Snap announced that, blaming inflation, talking about a lack of advertising revenue, shares of meta platforms, Google owner Alphabet, other companies that sell digital ads, all dropping. That's right. So if you look at the reaction so far, Facebook owner Meta down about 4%, Alphabet down about 2%, and Pinterest losing nearly 8%. So a sell-off in the social media space. Uh, Let's dive in a bit deeper into the snap numbers. Revenue for the third quarter was at $1.13 billion. The good news is it was an increase of 6% from the prior year quarter. Okay. So that's good, but not enough for analyst expectations, which were going for $1.14 billion. And it's also the first time it is in single digits. That means it's slowest growth since its listing in 2017. Mm-hmm. So on that front, it's disappointing against expectations. Earnings per share adjusted was at $0.08 cents versus a small loss in the year before. So that seems to be good news. But then when you adjust it for some of the restructuring charges, mm. that becomes a net loss, which surged 400% to $360 million. And that restructuring charge was at $155 million. So it kind of ties into what it's been doing. Trying to restructure the company, retrenching some of its staff, yeah. laying off recently or announcing that it will lay off 20% yeah. of the company's roughly 6,000 employees. And this is something that's pretty much a reflection of what's playing out across other social media companies as well. Yeah, in some projects also discontinuing, right? Gaming, mm. uh, flying camera drone, all this to cut costs. Uh, you say it's playing to other social media companies. Let's talk about them. Meta and Alphabet in particular. I think even Pinterest had some uh, losses this morning as well. Yeah, so you've got a sell-off in its share prices for those stocks you just mentioned. So altogether, they've erased about $40 wow. billion dollars in stock market value. Uh, one more interesting stat comes through from the numbers just released from Snap, which is the daily active users. So that's okay. actually increased. More people are using Snapchat, 19% more. So that is interesting, but they have not been able to monetize them as mm-hmm. much. So mm-hmm. the average 
revenue per user or ARPU is down 11% to mm. $3.11. So even though you've got more users, the profit is making from those users is going down. So it's a tough job for someone in the social media space right now. Definitely, we're going to pay attention to Alphabet and Meta because I believe as far as corporate earnings, uh, they will report next week? They will be reporting and it's going to be a busy one. Next mm. week, we've got 165 S&P 500 companies reporting up from 66 this week. Among them, we've got Alphabet on Tuesday as well as Meta on Wednesday. All right. Uh, Let's talk about uh, the United Kingdom where... The lettuce has won. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, the backstory to this is the Daily Star was live streaming whether or not Liz Trust could outlast a lettuce. Uh, lettuce shelf life generally 10 days. And this started when uh, Liz Trust lost her finance minister, Kwasi Kwarteng. Uh, of course, Jeremy Hunt has taken over. And you, you see this in parliament fighting, right? So as a result of the lettuce winning, the, a projection of uh, the lettuce has been projected onto the Houses of Parliament. What does it look like, I mean, Describe to... Yeah, okay, so, so you can imagine a lettuce, right? Mm. So they've put two plastic eyes on the lettuce <laughs> and a gold wig, just like uh, the hair of Liz Truss, uh, obviously kind of mocking her, I, I guess. Wow. Well, yeah, they've projected this onto the House of Parliament. And the lettuce is rotting, by the way. You can see the live streaming, right? Uh, the front part of the lettuce is starting to turn brown because it's into day eight. Of, okay, okay. It, but it's got 10 days, right? It's managed to win with two days to spare. Yeah. Congratulations to the lettuce. And looking at Lettuce (laughs) Camp, there is a very cute image of the lettuce with a tagline. Let us thank you. Oh, dear. So I did run a little bit of a poll on my Instagram uh, story. How many of you support Liz and how many support Lettuce? 84% 84% were going for the letters to outlast Liz. So really? they got it right. Hey, good poll there. And you know what? People are dressing up in green uh, and with, uh, I don't know, paper collages of, of a lettuce uh, walking around uh, the House of Parliament area. Um, clearly, people unhappy. Clearly, people mm. mocking the situation. And, you know, lettuce aside, what's next for the Conservative Party? Yeah, the question, what's next and who is next? So what's next first is that the party, the Tories, will be trying to figure out who to put forth and that goes through a bit of a mechanism 100 Tory lawmakers will need to back someone Mm. so there are about 357 Tory MPs so that means a maximum of three candidates so come Monday in a couple of days time they will have to try to finalise it and whittle down the field to two candidates. So we will be looking forward to next week to figure out who might be the next PM. I don't know, man. Jeremy Hunt, who yesterday we discussed with some of our guests, uh, has decided to rule himself out. Uh, a couple of other names. Penny Mordaunt, who's the leader of the Commons. Uh, Rishi Sunak, the former Chancellor. And, well, surprise, surprise, there is a campaign, Bring Back Boris. Ooh, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Boris himself has not come out to say he will run. He has not ruled it out as well. Of course, the favourite here is going to be Rishi Sunak, who was, of course, the runner-up to this trust. So he actually put forth some policies in his campaign that were not popular, which is probably why he didn't get elected, which was to be more prudent in the budget, which is actually what Jeremy Hunt is doing right now. So it's back to square one when it comes to policies. So we'll see if the UK population will now back Rishi Sunak. Any particular market reaction uh, worth noting overnight? Yeah, so it does paint a picture of political chaos. Does Mm. it translate to market chaos? So it looks like 
it has not for now at least because it seems to have been priced in quite a bit. We saw this almost like a train crash about to happen uh, and then things played out the way it did play out. We did see the bond yields in the UK did spike initially or rather decline sharply when you had the finance minister yeah. then Kwasi Kwarteng mm-hmm. rolling out those unfunded tax cuts. So that was, I think, the worst being over in a sense. And then since then, you've got Jeremy Hunt taking over and the pound has rallied. He's managed to give back some comfort to investors, some confidence in the markets. So in terms of some of the issues that were sticking out, they seem to have been resolved. The Bank of England stepped into the markets, intervened, and they managed to do it without any more drama. And you have the mini-budget that was controversial now being reversed. So all those stick issues that were outstanding seems to have, for now, been resolved in that sense. Okay. What's interesting uh, as well, and just to wrap things up, uh, the lettuce that beat Liz Trust has uttered its first words. And, you know, I think it's words that everyone uh, in the UK will be thinking. The lettuce has come out to say, we must... Romain cautious. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.